0: This is Long Story Short, episode one. My name is Jade. My name's
1: Stevie. And my name's Elle. We are three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons we've learned in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and few laughs along the way. And just so you're
2: all aware, no story will ever be short. (laughs) Literally never, ever, (laughs) ever going to be a short story. We've literally just spent probably two hours
0: starting this podcast, but just talking, like we never got down to getting started. Like it's late in the evening now. We definitely started like early evening. And we, uh, I mean, there's a few little bumps that we've just come yeah. across. Yeah, a like techie issues tech. here and
2: there. I mean, it wouldn't be a podcast without techie
0: exactly. issues, would yeah.
2: yeah. it? It wouldn't have been us catch up without going through every different area of our lives uh, first. Yeah, but, but only, only halfway on. way and then switching conversations oh and having yeah. to
0: come back to it.
1: <laughs> so,
0: um, so long story short, so the way that we came about putting together this podcast is because I mean, as mentioned, we love a good chat together. We've always, regardless of how long we've not not seen each other for, like, obviously, life gets in the way, and you leave primary school is where we, you know, first met, and um, and people moved away, and we all just had different lifestyles. But every single time we've come back together, we have always just chewed each other's ear off, and within no time, hours have gone. So we thought, do you know what? It's about time that we start recording these conversations. Also, we're all at that that age now where we're like, we're all 29. We're all going into the last year of our 20s, nearly 30s. And um, there's a few lessons we've learned along the way.
2: Just a few. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: continue to
1: learn as well. But the best thing about the 20s was having you two and just... Being able to discuss everything because let's face it, it ain't easy and you change a hell of a lot from, oh my my goodness, like throughout my twenties, I'm, I've become a different person and, um, yeah. Wouldn't I done done it do without not you know two.
2: how I would have got got through it without mm-hmm. being like, "Girls, I've made this mistake again." I know I told you 17 times that I'm not going to do it again, but I have. Oh, and just so such supportive responses. While well, inside, they're probably like,
0: not "No, so. no, no <laughs> Where's that stop response? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> copy paste, <laughs> <face>, copy paste. <laughs> <face. laughs> Absolutely, there was nothing better than seeing your name pop up on WhatsApp like and oh I was God. like, "What, what is she done?" Something juicy. Like, oh, I would be like, if I was at God. work, I'd be like. Just got picked the pop outside for a like So, some of the things that we're going to be um, discussing during the podcast is all different topics. Each podcast is going to cover a different topic. Uh, we're going to play some games, having some really honest conversations, chucking our opinions in. We've been putting polls out, getting some uh, requests in from you guys as to what you want to talk about.
2: So we've got a whole series of great topics to, to get started with. Yeah, honestly, there's certain episodes, and I was saying this before, I feel like there'll be different episodes where each of us are like, okay, that is my episode, and they'll just run free. We are going to cover so many different topics from toxic friendships, sex, body image, Dating, Classism, The Vagina Diaries. Yes, you heard that right. And so, 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 so much more. So yeah, we we hope that you come along for the ride with us.
1: Before we start with our main topic today, we are uh-huh. going to go into Stevie's Word
0: of the oh. Week. Okay, just to let you know, this came about because Stevie often chucks a few words
2: out. Oh, Stevie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and me and Ellie definitely look at each other, we're like, uh, that's... You, that that's not a word or like you definitely use that in the wrong we context think, is that 100% word or is, is, is she, she made that up Girls, there if you think me <laughs> saying <laughs> it is
1: bad you should see the way I try and spell them, we like, it We should actually call it right. a
0: stevism, or something <laughs> like that <Stevie-ism, laughs> but this yeah.
1: is this is stevie's word of the week yeah so this one i mean um it's not so much something i say but i was really intrigued to find out the meaning and the origin behind it so um Everybody knows the word dapper. Usually we're referring to um, somebody's sort of fashion sense, what they look like, when actually it used to be used to describe people who were bold and daring, um, which is completely different to how we use it today. And apparently it comes from the German word tafter. <laughs> i don't actually know if i've pronounced that right i've probably it's not got it, it, it
2: did like, the, your eyes looked at the word and was like you could literally see your brain being like oh shit yeah. how do i say that do you know
1: what i genuinely need. like there's so many people that go to university and find out they're dyslexic i'm not dyslexic but i do feel like i, I yeah I uh, words jump
2: words dance words, yes yeah. dance a little bit yeah but Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, there there we we go. Go. oh, there we go. There we go. You're going to get laughs. You're going to get advice and some good old information for you as well. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs>
1: so we are going to dive in today with taking a leap of faith, and this podcast is certainly a leap of faith for us.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean,
1: from learning the technical side of it to actually getting us physically oh, no. together. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, in itself.
2: <laughs> Bloody hell. Well, even if, like,
1: this doesn't go anywhere, at least I've managed to see you guys consistently. Oh, no. sorry <laughs> <laughs> good so, so, so um one of our lovely listeners wrote in, um, and I think it's something that I can certainly identify with. We don't have a name for you because you've asked to remain anonymous, so I'm going to call you Maxine after my lovely mum. Oh, um, go
2: on, Max. Yeah. yeah.
1: So she says, I've turned 30, I'm stuck in a rut, and I hate my job. I'm still single while everyone around me seems to be settled, and I need to make drastic changes, but I'm too scared to take the risk. Help.
0: Oh, Maxine. It's that age, I think.
2: I think so, too. I
0: think it's that age. I think there's so much expected of you when you... um, I mean, I think... Actually, no. There's so much that you expect of yourself. Yes. Yes. By the time you get to, like, approaching 30, I think there's this imaginary list that you have in your head of things that you... Feel like you should have, like you should own or you should have accomplished things you should have like seen and done. And I just think that's, there's loads of pressures that is added on to us from like family, friends, just from society. Society, yeah. society, absolutely. From, you know, the precious things that, you, you know, social media has this whole, you know, fake image of like people. I mean, the, people are younger and younger accomplishing unreal things, which yeah. is great. But I think it puts a lot of pressure on, um, just people in general to be like feel feel successful and then you reach 30 you're like oh my god what do I have to prove for it yeah. so I first of all I just think like let's be kind to yourself yeah. yes. you're getting to one of those pivotal times in your life and that could be like shaking you up a little bit so yeah. maybe don't doubt everything just yet. Yeah. Yes.
1: And chill out. Work out what you really, really want because comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting next to my two best friends. We have got such different lives. And if I was to compare to them, like, each one of them have got something that I don't have, um, but then in return, I've probably got something that you guys don't have. Yeah. Um, so just try not to compare yourself too much. And something I can identify with is the single part. <laughs> now, I, I mean, dating apps aren't for everybody, and we will go into dating in another podcast. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> but I mean there are ways for you to go out and meet someone if you wanted to I think you've just got to be really clear on what you want is it that you see your friends in relationships and that's something that you really strive for or do you want some sort of like companionship if so I'd advise downloading the dating apps and just having (laughs) a conversation and
2: nothing more but like once you've got that yeah. yeah. Then, then move on. I think that's exactly it. I think it comes from being kinder to yourself because I am such a snowball person. Like, one thing happens in like one area, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. And then all of a sudden, I think about all everything of the, what could go wrong in every other way. Yeah. And I just think the the sort of question or um, sort of statement was very like, this is how I feel about um, you know my life and I'm single and my job. And I think just take a step back and think. You know, what are you truly the most unhappy about? If it's the job, if you want to change your career, what are you doing now? What have you always wanted to do? And see if you can sit down and make a plan and work towards Mm. that. And then in terms of single, exactly what you said, Steve, like, are you truly unhappy being single or are you just seeing everybody else around you in relationships and you've got that weird, like, Mm. oh, that's what I want. But do you want that? because you know to get that relationship you do have to go through the dating you do have to go through the shit Mm -hmm. parts you Mm -hmm. do have to go you know you can't just like find the dream man god i wish that was the case (laughs) um so you know i think like truly i actually think it's a positive thing that you've got to this point and you're like something needs to change Mm -hmm. because you've recognized it now and actually i think you're probably way more likely to do something about it beginning of the new year 30 is I'm sorry but 30 is the new like the new 20s the new everything like we're all 29 I know we're all excited and a little bit nervous but mostly excited for the next stage Mm. don't look at it as a cut off for anything no this is just a new chapter god and also like reflecting back like I think of myself
0: when I was 21 23 25 I genuinely was so I don't know like powering ahead like I, I I think I just like I was working really hard I, I wasn't even partying like it wasn't even yeah. that wasn't even the lifestyle I just spent the whole of like my 20s just really really grafting and then expecting to kind of be um I, you know I think I'm in a good position like just in life in general so outside like I'm an actor and it's probably one of those <laughs> lifestyles which is is always a little bit uncertain and it's funny, actually, I'm, I'm working with a life coach at the moment and she, we was talking about like things that kind of hold me back and like we was delving into stuff and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like trying to unpack what it is that kind of help holds me back from making like bolder choices. And I think, um, it like reflect back on yourself. What is it that makes you feel doubtful? Like is, is, are you, are you your own worst enemy? Are there things that you want to do that you've gone, actually, oh, I better not do that because it's too... Too risky, or you know, what are the stakes? Are, h- how high are the stakes? Because unless the stakes are high, there is no point in taking a risk because it, it won't. It's not a risk unless like yeah. if it, it is it a career change. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. honestly, growth comes out of fear. Yes. surely. Yeah. Like, and and I'm saying that as I'm learning along the way. Like, I'm currently, I feel like I'm quite similar in the, in a situation in a to a point to you. It's like I uh, I'm um, currently there's loads of like things that could be a really risky move for me to make right now. But I also know that I feel really stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't make a change, you know, one year leads to two years, to three years. Like I've done this cycle of like three years before where like I've been in a situation, in a relationship, in a working situation. I've been like, oh my God, I feel really stagnant. I've made no changes. Yeah. And it's gone. Like I knew that after the first year. And then yes. all of a sudden I'm three years in, I'm miserable. And I'm like, something's got to give. And then I'm like, well, what are you changing, Jade? Yeah. Yeah. And again, it was the fear of like, God, this is risky. If mm. if I if I make that move and it fails, yeah. then these are all the potential things that could also get fucked up because of it. Yeah. Like, is it worth the risk? And then it felt really self-indulgent being like, oh, but everything's okay at the minute. Like, safe. It's, sa- yeah. it's safe. It's yeah. not yeah, safe. Exactly it. Nothing comes out yeah. of being yeah. safe. Yeah. Sitting no. in the safe zone, honestly, if you do that for the rest of your life, regret mate I'm not saying like be stupid make stupid decisions like calculate it think about things weigh it up surround yourself with people that you can fall back on that is exactly
1: what I was going to say and also if you are worried about taking a risk know who you're telling about these risks you will have friends who will support you to the ends of the earth tell them because they will build you up and they will give you that confidence and they will probably say to you, do you know what? I thought there was something wrong or I thought that you weren't quite happy in your job. And coming back to the job part, if there's someone that you really respect at work and you value their opinion, go and have a chat with them. They might they won't have any solutions. You've got to do the work on that. But they will give you sound yeah. advice for you to, to go away and look at yourself and try and change it. Yeah. But try not to feel so bad about being single and you hate your job because like you say things do snowball and usually if you change one thing it will have an impact on the rest of your life so you might not be that unhappy about the fact that you're single it's that you really hate your job and when you come home you're not fulfilled because you've spent all day hating your job
2: yeah you don't want someone at home
1: but it's because you didn't like your job
2: i also think taking a risk is subjective like or what a risk is is subjective yeah. and i think i put a few polls out so i my job is oh, i never know how to bloody describe <laughs> this most people would know it as an influencer, so I am a fashion, travel, lifestyle blogger, Instagrammer, every platform. I, can. Writer, oh, I mean, play, play uh, also girls,
0: she's but... really funny.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, girls. I do like my humor ego being stroked every now and then. Um, so when I put some polls out, it was amazing to see how many people said that they wasn't a risk taker and that they played it safe. And when I said like, um, how many of you wish that you were kind of braver I don't like using the word because I don't think it's necessarily a case of that it's just going for it and it was so so unbelievably high but I also think like think about it and weigh up like what is the risk what are what's the outcome of doing it so what's your pros and cons if it is I'm going to quit my job and I could potentially have no money and be homeless then that's huge risk risk. if it's I might not be able to go out for a couple of months and go out partying and spend money then but the pros are this huge thing like way way up of what you want to do and actually you know it might be a case of in terms of your job you work for a couple of months more you save up a bit more money and in those two months you're looking constantly at what you want to do next the next job interview the next Uh, you know whether it's a a business venture whatever Mm. it is I think there are ways is there's a nice medium ground I think of getting yourself in the right position Mm. to take the risk yes um without going kind of gung-ho and and just not doing it in a calculated way so but I think honestly the most important thing is just deciding that you are going to change your life because if you're that stuck in the rut I do think that you don't have a decision with it anyway, unless, as you say, the options are quit the job and you're homeless, then obviously you do. But but mm-hmm. then maybe it's thinking of other ways. Will, in terms of being single, will talking to your friends more make you feel less lonely? Mm. Will saying to your couple friends, you know, could we do some, like, girl time and not have all the couples involved all the time? Like, be a bit selfish. Ask for what you need. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think the
2: small things as well, like...
0: You know what? What risk is obviously we don't know specifically what it is that you're after, like risk wise. But um what I think, like, so like this sounds really silly. Like I really like for on the minor things. I hate public singing. Singing like as an actor, I don't like singing if it's not part of the job. Like if I, <laughs> I don't know. This you've is you've got such really a good small. voice. No, I, I'm not. I know that I can sing, but there is something so overwhelming about. Um, singing in public, I feel like there's this pressure. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is, I know that I need to like get over this fear because I think I think that I think that this boils down to one thing. I think there's a fear here, yeah. like the yeah. fear of failure, the fear of making the wrong choice, like people are looking at you, yeah, and yeah, like, audience. Well, yeah, but uh, and and same for risk taking. The fact of the matter is, is if you take a risk and it doesn't pay off. Are you going to be worse off? All yeah. right. So like, oh shit, that's like if if it doesn't go right, you know, are you gonna? Is it going to leave you detrimental Or it's the fear of that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing that stops us yeah. all from doing that thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, like like what I'm trying to say is, is I went I went to the local pub and they I went and had a beer in there and then my partner left and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to stick around. They've got karaoke, they have dra- drag queen karaoke. I love this. So oh um, i you I, heard I had my a, voice. I had a, <laughs> Is and then I swear I got up once and I shat my pants. But <laughs> I done it. The buzz, oh, oh the buzz. That is like you know I'm, I'm just speaking on like a smaller metaphorical basis. But the buzz of after that, yeah. I was just like that was it. I yeah. was up all night. I was singing yeah. Shania Twain, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> oh, there wasn't a song that I was like, oh I can do that. Mustang Sally. Oh my god. Your girl was it. doing fucking what's her name. Um, proud mary i'm oh, like, doing the dance mary. On, yeah,
2: absolutely
0: so i'm there, like i'm up there cutting it i've got drag queens dancing with me oh, i've I got do. it was fucking brilliant but what i'm trying to say is like small things i had to fucking i
2: you were shitting to yourself
0: before. push myself to, yeah to cross that line yeah. that's something minor that is seen in a public space it's not minor jay but, but, no, but, it's it's but, but what i'm saying, saying is, it. is is if you Look at, look at the small things that you can do. I wanted to feel comfortable singing in public. And I knew it was because I was scared of doing it. So I thought, right, just be brave. Just go there on your own. Fuck it. Do it in front of strangers. Like, strangers are strangers. i never have to see them again. Yeah. Find little things that you think are going to help you to take. Take small risks. Yeah. Take yeah. little risks that are going to give you a bit of excitement. And, you know, go on the dating site talk to someone, go for the day. You don't age. have to
1: meet them. God, if, yeah. yeah. Just have a chat.
0: Career-wise, go and have a look what's out there. Yeah. Like, think about something that you want to do. Maybe start upskilling yourself yeah. whilst yeah. you're still at your same job. Like, little things that make are going to build your confidence so that you can get to a point and go, do you know what... Even if I fall flat on my face, I can definitely build off of what I've started doing. Yeah,
2: And also, I can guarantee, even if you fall flat on your face, you'll be proud that you've even tried. And that will give you the boost as well. Mm. Because sometimes it's just like... Giving it a go and doing it. yeah, And it will force you to make other decisions as well. If you take a risk
1: and it goes horribly wrong, you will be forced to do something else yeah. because you can't continue down yeah. that path. Exactly. And you will end up where you need to be. But if you stick doing the same stuff, nothing's ever going to change. Yeah. That rut is going to just get deeper and deeper. The longer you're in it, the harder it is to get out. Yeah. So talk to people around you. Surround yourself with good people. Get yourself some confidence, be that your friends, your family, somebody mm. telling you that you can do it, because you can do it. Absolutely. You, everybody can do something if they put their mind to it. That yeah. is what I truly mm. believe, obviously, unless you're a brain surgeon, because that takes take years of training, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm still advocating going for that if that's your dream. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you need to change something, yeah. start small. Work up to the big stuff and really work out what it is that is making you
0: feel unhappy. And what is holding you back. Do the self-care. I'm really into my meditation and my morning routine at the minute. Yeah. And I'm like journaling stuff. Like, so my life coach just sent me like little tasks. And the last session was about like, um, kind of unveiling what it was that was holding me back. And it was, it's so helpful because I went into memories that I didn't even think, I didn't remember. Yes. So do like whatever. Oh, shout well,
2: well, no, maybe no. that's
0: the risk I, I need to take. You know the
2: that I've just been thinking of when you're talking about singing. So Jade and I used to be in the choir at church when we were young.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we did. Oh my god. So shout out to
2: Marys. Now the thing is, guys, Jade has the voice of an angel, doesn't she? So she's <laughs> literally singing away, and I'm like, oh my god, I can do this. Yeah, I've got it. <laughs> I'm like. But do you remember the song? Carnis no. Angelicus. Oh god, oh, it is. Is. I remember oh, because I I'm, I'm literally traumatised from it. And my mum come along and I was like, right, support with Faye. She loves it. She's always about everything that I do. Goes straight up to Joe, the choir master, and she's like, Oh Joe, have you heard her sing? Have you heard her at the front. <laughs> <laughs> like, Faye, I just want you to know that that's the reason I didn't pursue singing, because you knocked me down. Okay. And literally from then on I thought, no, fuck you. I am not sing it anymore. That's your lost child. So St Mary's Church. <laughs> it's funny. And so I sat in the pews while Jade was like, is and like absolutely loving it. Oh, so that is my babe. memory. Do you know it's really funny <laughs> you yeah. say that? Because we went back. We was
0: like me and Stephanie was unveiling all of this stuff. Big up Stephanie, by the way. Stephanie B. Well being. Um, we was going back to, and she was asking me things about like what, um, you know, can you think back of memories where you felt, uh. Disencouraged or like unconfident, or like you know, discouraged from doing something you like. Yeah,
2: I can, Stephanie.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then
0: (laughs) then she'd done the opposite. She said, like, you know, were there moments where you were praised? And and choir came up. Yeah, I actually forgot. (laughs) About Harley's <laughs> Angelica's. Yeah. I think we do a rendition just oh, for the podcast. Oh, no. I'll, record. <laughs> I'll, record it. I'll record it. You're getting involved. I'm, you don't get to I get away with it. <laughs> That's a Christmas special. Jenny, We're going
1: to oh, bring it. It's going to be
2: like what.
1: Jingle Bell Rock, Ming <gasps> Faye will be recording. Faye will us. be
2: recording. <laughs> like, as obviously my job is all online, Faye takes all of my stuff and she loves it. She's like the Kris Jenner of yeah. influencer oh, mums. Love she loves her. it. She's Not amazing. in the sense of like glam, because bless her, we love you so much, Faye, but does not give a shit about what she wears, but like she will be up there giving the moves, like go girls, and then she'd be like, Stevie, just tuck in a bit, like when you start drop <laughs> a bit lower, <laughs> she What's will love it She <laughs> will oh, love, love it. I love that. Well, I
0: hope I hope that um has been a bit more helpful for you. I hope there's some practical things that you can um kind of take on board, do the self-care, try to unpack why you're scared, do some little things that are gonna like you know, start small, like Stevie said, build yourself up, mate. Like yeah, start small. Don't go in for the big things. Also, just be gentle on yourself. Yeah. Find Find the times to push yourself. Find the people to push you. Yeah. But also know when actually you just need to take a step back, reassess yourself, and, and make make an action plan. Like if you're a person that puts pen to paper, great. Do some journaling. Put some pen to paper. Get some vision boards up. Start visualizing where it is that you want to see yourself in the next I don't know, 12 weeks, six months, a year, like, use the power of manifesting the life that you want, you know, read the books, listen to the podcast, there's so much out there. I've got got a bit
1: of homework
2: for our lovely Maxine, actually. Well, and I basically, I did a bit of research, and just really quickly to round this off, I feel like I've got five questions that people that are, like, wondering whether they should take the risk or not should consider. We've spoken about a few of them, but basically it was just... What's the worst thing that could happen? So I think if you're thinking about it, maybe go through these questions and then go from there. What's the worst thing that can happen? Am I fully committed? Like, am I going to give it absolutely everything? Are the stakes high? Am I going to give it all that I've got? What am I willing to give up? Because yes, likely great. you will have to sacrifice something, whether it's your time, whether it's time with people, whether it's money because you want to invest in a course or whatever. Like, what am I willing to give up for this? Will this actually change my life for the better? Or am I just stuck in a rut? And what is stopping me from taking the risk? So like you said, Jade. Um, I love those questions. Yes. Um, We need to
1: go away and do some reflection, (laughs) girls. (laughs) But just one last thing. The only thing holding you back from any change is you. Yeah. You are the one who has the power to make the changes about your life. So be brave. Go for it. Yeah, Go for
2: it. Mic drop, but don't drop the mic because we've literally spent (laughs) three hours getting it into a position
1: that is actually
2: working. Oh god, well done. So we've given advice
1: out, but is there any time when you have taken a risk and
0: has it paid off? Has it not paid off? Do you know what? I think for me, so I um I first got into acting when I think I was in about year nine, year, well, year nine when GCSE started. Anyway. The journey goes, long story short, short. (laughs) literally, I was going
2: to say long story short, (laughs) Won't be a short story, long story
0: short, we've got a couple of years to go through, so, anyway, no, yeah, um, anyway, started in like year 9, year year 9, and... I remember leaving college, sixth form, and my drama teacher being like, You should really apply for drama school. And I was like, No, no, I don't really wanna like I'm done with education. I wanted to get out of the world, I wanted to see yeah. if I actually wanted to do this as a career. It's so attractive
1: as well, isn't it? Yeah. I well, well, just the um, urge to be an adult. Well, I just yeah. wanted
0: to get I was so done with education. Yeah. I'd spent yeah. so long in it and, and I was a high achiever, like I really loved school. I'd done it I'd done really well. Yeah. That's not me boasting, that's me saying I oh, fucking no, liked it. You it. did but yes. I didn't I, I was done with it, I wanted to get to the practical yeah. side of it my
2: family was so disappointed when I was like,
0: look actor? Because
2: like, oh. like, <laughs> Jay what? did like 17 different silences yeah. as well and was yes. like, I'm going to act.
0: <laughs> yeah, chuck it all in the bin. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is like, I, I got straight into the industry, got an agent, you know, done some short courses, learned how to be a facilitator and then I was working in it until I was like 23 and then I remember like getting dropped by my agent and they were a really good agent and I was devastated I was absolutely gutted but at the same time I was really ready to go and do some training and I didn't want to go to drama school for three years on a BA I didn't want to come out at 27 and be I was yeah. like oh mate no this is I can't do that like I'm gonna waste so many years but I still want to train anyway I applied for drama schools and it was only when I got to like the last one, and it was the one I didn't really care about the most. I don't know why. I just it wasn't the one that I thought it was going to be my top pick. It was the last one, and I remember in the audition room they said to me like, "I go in for this BA audition," and they was like, "Oh, you're in the wrong room. You need to go to the MA room." And I was like, "No, no, 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 I'm here for the BA." And they was like, "Well, do you want to go for the MA or the BA?" And I was like, "Uh, what? Well, can I just be seen for both?" They was like, "No, you, it's one or the other." And I was like, "Fuck it." MA is one year, BA is three years, like I could potentially like, so I was like, I run the risk of not getting accepted at all now because this is definitely not the course yeah. that I applied for, and I am not MA level. So I, I go until you make absolutely. it. I go into the <laughs> MA room and I literally said to her, I was like, please can I be considered for both? And this lady, Andrea, she was the head of my um, for um sorry, the head of the course at uh, East 15, and she was like, if you're in my room, you're in my room, and I was like petrified. And I was like, fuck, like and then just done like done the warm-up, done the audition. And I come away from it and I was like, I really fucking love that. Like wow. I wanna go to that drama school. And I swear I waited on tender hooks. And I waited and waited and waited and waited. And it went past a week and a half past the, the date that they said they would have let us know by. And I was like, fuck, I never got in. Wow. So I, I thought, well, do you know what, bollocks, I'm gonna ring them because they were supposed to send me a no at least. Yeah. So I run the office and I was like, right, well, I'm still waiting for this. And I was really annoyed. Before, just be really direct and I was like I'm still waiting and I know that it's probably a no now because I haven't heard back but I really expected you and she was like oh Jade haven't you you've got your acceptance letter and I was like <gasps> oh, what Yay. so what I'm trying to say is taking that risk and trusting my instinct in that moment of going fuck it maybe this is a sign yeah. that I'm not meant to do three years I'm meant to just do a really intense one year like I could have gone, no, 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 I'll stay in the BA yeah. and I'd have, I'd have taken, you know, not saying that the longer length of training wouldn't have done me any harm but yeah. I was definitely not, it was not for me. Yeah. I was ready for yeah, just yeah. like yeah. one and year. Knew, super, like, yeah. And yeah, it paid off. So I think, I think I wasn't really given much time to think. Yeah, I was kind yeah. of told like, dirt But in that moment, I definitely trusted my instincts and I think that's definitely something you've got to go from. Like, yeah, your sure. instincts are usually always right. Go yeah. with your gut. Um, if it feels right, go for it. And just analyse why, you know, it, you'll get better at doing that, I think, yeah, as you grow as absolutely. well.
1: Yeah. It's so funny, isn't it, how life pushes you into making certain decisions. So I remember um, one of the biggest risks or leaps of faith I took um, was quitting my job and going travelling. Um and I say it very matter of fact, but actually that was a huge deal for me. I was on a good salary with a good company. When I say good, it wasn't like great. I would literally just come out of university. Um, but I I'd established myself in yeah. the industry. So to step away from that was huge. And the, re- the only reason I did it, and I'm really thankful that this actually happened because otherwise I never ever would have done it, is um, we got put at risk of redundancy. Um, and at the time I didn't love my job I liked the people I worked with um, but I didn't love my job and I just thought I'm so stressed out about potentially losing a job that I don't even like yeah. and a company is going to make a decision about my life mm-hmm. and i got a bit like I'm, I'm a bit shitty. I, I feel thought, the sass brewing in you. Even English now, I'm,
2: I'm like,
1: <laughs> and my shoulders are going. How dare they? Like, <laughs> how dare they make a decision about my life? And why am I stressed about a job I don't even like? Yeah. And um, within a week, I'd convinced my friend that we needed to quit our jobs um, and go travelling for eight months. So um, within Amazing. a week, we put a deposit down. But I remember getting into the airport. So we quit our jobs completely. Um, we had about four or five months before we left so that was like oh crap now I've committed to going traveling I need to tell me about that
0: process you know where you um like from the moment where um you were told that your job is up for redundancy to the moment where you said let's go traveling like what was the thought processes that led you to let's go traveling like why didn't you go down the route of fuck, let me fight for my job, or fuck, let me find a new job quickly, or
1: like... Oh, that's such a good question. Do you know what? I think I'd always said I wanted to go travelling, and if I was being completely true to myself, I, I would have loved to have done it, but I never believed that um, I would have the confidence to step away from mm, a job. Yeah. So it was almost like they'd presented me with this way
0: out. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, might yeah. not have this job to even... Worry about yeah. So you was looking for a way out that yeah. whole time yeah. without then, even knowing it. Without knowing yeah. it. and it's only until it hit you in the face. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I thought, sod this, you're not making a decision about my life. Yeah. I'm going yeah. travelling. Yeah. And um I but even once I had four or five months to process that decision, I got into the departure lounge with my friend and started crying. Oh. and I said to him, What have we done? What have we done? And he said to me, don't fucking start because I've only done this because of you. (laughs) And I was like, oh shit, yeah, pull yourself together. Pull yourself together. And to this day, it is the best decision I ever made. And I've had a few people say to me, oh, should I go travelling? And I obviously always say yes. I've always, always push people to do it. Because let me tell you, there will be places you love, places you hate, and you will learn from all of it. But they're like, oh, I'm really frightened, I'm going travelling. And it really makes me laugh because I think, I was so frightened, yeah. and it was just the most phenomenal
2: experience of my life, so that was my leap of faith, yeah, I love that one. Oh God, well, I feel like mine is really boring in comparison, <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm a bit torn, I feel like part of it could be, so I used to be a TV producer, I'd absolutely worked my bollocks off to get to that point, because I, um, you were so young as well, I was yeah, give yourself young. credit, yeah, you were fantastic, really, yeah, I, um, if <laughs> Long story short, I was really ill at the end of school, missed the last two years, so I sort of came out of school with, like, pretty much enough, like, enough GCSEs, but not really anything, couldn't do A-level, still went well, was sort of well enough at 18, um... And then did loads of work experience. Fell into a job on X Factor as a runner. And then the next four you five years. used to get years,
1: all the time. Oh my God, yeah. I did get pats to you <laughs> <tutors. I did. laughs>
2: Fucking hell, what a life that was. Honestly, it's like, I was, so I was 18. And like, everyone else had gone to uni and, and had done this. Like, they'd had like a gap year. So I was literally 18. Everyone else was like 23, 24. I was like, baby L. Um, and oh my God, I just remember walking along and like, the paps were like, just giving me grief. Anyway. The the actual job itself was the most, I feel like I grew up so much because you're just with execs and people that, oh, my God. I mean, you make teas and coffees, but, like, under so much pressure. So, basically, I, after four or five years of that, I was a producer. I left that to, I'd already started blogging, and I left that um, to do my blog full-time. I think I'd earned, like, £50 in the last six months. But I was like, fuck it, you know what? I'm going to give, I'm going to let myself do it for a month and see where I get and if it's going okay like I had my savings and this I guess this is the calculated risk yeah I was like when it goes down to this then that's when I look for my next tv job yeah hated tv at that point desperately didn't want to do it so I had so much to lose Mm. because I was gonna go back into a job that I physically couldn't bear anyway when I started blogging full-time I was up at half five six and I worked till twelve. Obviously, I mean, I was with a total bell end of a man at the time. So yeah. I was going to say I was a bad girlfriend, which I was because I did nothing but work every weekend. I didn't have a single day off. Yeah, but he won't he make didn't deserve me <laughs> uh, on my IRS. No, absolutely not. But and now I'm like, and my whole life, I mean, every we're recording this in like my little flat, and I look around my life and I'm like, just making, having the balls to be like, mm. that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe like what my life is like off of the back of that because mm. I don't I'm, I'm not sure I'd say I was a natural risk taker but I think I just hated it so much and I really this is the thing when I believe that I can do something I'll just work and work and work until it's either a success or it kills me off yeah <laughs> and that's how I like honestly feel about this podcast like I'm not confident in myself in many things but with the blog and with social media I felt like I can, not that I can write, but like, you I might write, be able to write can. things that people She's very are interested in, like... but no, but, um, you know, I just really believed that I could do it and it got to the end of the month and I was like, I'd, I'd still not made money, but I was like, I'd um, I feel like you're one. i got more yeah. emails than I had the month before, Yeah, two months, I had a few more followers A lot more readers on my blog. Three months. I I remember having like 6,000 Instagram followers, which is very small for an influencer, and getting an email from Joe Malone for (gasps) a breakfast meeting. I'll never forget it. We went to Riding House Cafe. It was with Holly, who was the PR. And that to me was like, oh my fucking God, because I never believed that they'd look twice at me. Because now the world is so, like social media is so different. Mm. Now we're 100k. There's so many people with the same amount yeah. of following that back years and years ago, having like 10k, you could still do a lot of opportunities yeah. that you can do now. So I think probably it was either that or dumping the boyfriends that I dumped or leaving the relationships because they yeah. felt terrifying yeah. to leave. Yeah. Um, and it's I'm always so safer glad. to stay, exactly. even though you're so miserable. So unhappy, yeah. so miserable. You yeah. know you're not being treated well enough. There's a really weird
0: security in the answer. Yeah, 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 security. Sorry. Well, yeah, it's it's it's. uh, What's that? Like you're like you're just comfortable, right? You're just sitting comfortable. It's it's what better the devil you know, better the devil you know. You're not just existing. You're not living. And like I think you can only like
1: I say that like I've got my life sorted. I absolutely haven't. Um, And I don't take my own advice either.
0: But, like, you you have to go through that to learn and know and think, oh, my goodness. You do. And and also, like, temporary discomfort. Like, just realise that you are going to have temporary discomfort. If you make that choice, understand that you are going to live uncomfortably, whether it's heartache, whether it's financial burden whether it's, you know, stress and a bit of hard work, you are going to be uncomfortable, but it is temporary. Yes. Like, you will get through it, you will grow, you will come out the other end. Honestly, how many times have like you split up with people or you come away from a situation and been like, oh my fucking god, what was I thinking? Yeah. Because we've all got those rose tinted spectacles yeah. on. Like I said, whether it's in a career, whether it's in the wrong job, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in a you know, like a, a friendship that you really need to cut off. We'll come to that at another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just like be realistic. You are gonna be uncomfortable for yes. a little while. Yeah, yeah. but I promise once you get past that hurdle once things start improving and you start seeing all the purpose of your choice like it makes such like it'll be worth it it, it will yeah, be worth it 100 so worth it, it. So it. we well, hope that has helped yeah. um and we we've risk taking yeah we went room, on
2: there god we really
1: did please yeah. don't know, quit your jobs tomorrow oh, i right? no, god oh my god no fucking do if you need oh something.
0: god you oh, don't do. blame jade <laughs> I take full fucking credit. Well, at least
2: least that's a change, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And also, we believe in you. Like, if you don't believe in you, we believe in you. And
0: on that note, you know, there is a Facebook page there that we will will let you know about later. Like, literally, Ben, let us know. Like, let us know how it goes if you take some risks. Let us know if you need, like, any advice. Let us know if there's any directions that we can help you with. Like, we are there. We're literally going to be... Super active on there, so we'll plug that later on. But like I say, like this is this podcast is one for you to listen, but two for you to interact yeah. with. We're it's gonna, a community, absolutely. We're yeah. we're gonna we're, it's gonna be a community. So um, so we'll come to that later on. But um yeah, happy risk taking. Wow. <laughs> Go get them. <laughs> All right, we're gonna be playing this game every single week. This is guess the intro. Uh, so. I take full, full, like, blame for this. I, during the lockdown, you know, everyone done those family quizzes and uh as dreary and soul-destroying as they become, one thing that I did find out from those quizzes is that I am absolutely shit-hot at guessing intros. Whether that be a song, a theme tune, sing the theme tune, uh, <laughs> whether that be a song, a theme tune, a TV program intro, like I even an advert, girls, I, I've got advert jingles in my head today. And days. guess who
2: has to go against her? <laughs> <laughs> it's me.
0: So today, guess the intro is going to be run by Stevie, oh, and woo-woo. me and Elle are going to be right. head to game head. face
2: on. Okay,
1: so before we start, just want to check you both know the rules. Yes, I'm going to play the intro. Um, and the first one to ring the bell and give me the correct answer is going to get a point. So, are you ready? Yes, we're ready. <laughs> On.
0: Beep. Yeah. How did you even get that? Jade, that is <laughs> literally. Blue, da da oh my God,
1: <laughs> and I think your dad I gave didn't us, even hear your dad gave us a pound to get up and sing on karaoke because no one else would
0: girl, he was like I girl, feel girl I feel 65 <laughs> blue double, double, D, D, double, double, double. I
2: still know every <laughs> single word every I single word, every, word yeah. every single I word I mean draw. I've got to
1: play a little bit
2: look, yes. a little bit of it for old time's sake the little guy in the, the, lips lips in in the, the blue world and, and all day and all <laughs> oh, oh, the best family. video as well, as oh, little blue
0: people it was honestly my sister fancied the pants off of that guy who leads it Uh oh. yeah anyway, that was a fucking <laughs> epic video Uh
2: yeah my sister, she
0: fancied the guy in it I think there was oh. two of them that
2: she definitely fancied the tallest one. Oh, oh
0: there we funny. have it,
2: blue top of the top of the there you go well girls gay okay,
1: man same time same place next week
2: eh? mm. right. you're going against her uh, next week yeah, because right. i'm all not right. dealing with this every week i will give you, that so. one. <laughs> we'll give you
0: that one well that is us that is the end of our first podcast episode one of long story short oh, we hope you've enjoyed it yeah. it's been so much fun to get together with you girls and i can't wait uh, to carry on doing it every know, week it's, be next it's week. so much fun hope it's been helpful hope it's been entertaining if not anything else um, so obviously we get, we've we set up a, a Facebook group it's a community group uh, the Facebook group is Long Story Short Podcast 22 get on there like it uh, become part of our community uh, it'd be great if you could follow us on here get some downloads give us a rating yeah, let us know amazing. what you think give us some feedback Um, And we are super excited to carry on talking to you guys with loads more episodes. We're gonna be covering toxic friendships, sex, uh,
2: classism The Vagina diary The Vagina diary <laughs>
0: you know I don't know
2: why I us? get so excited about that Every time it comes around to it And I'm like yeah that's my topic uh, <laughs> I don't know
1: why We've also got an email address that yes. you can contact us on So if you want to send in any of your queries Questions, thoughts
2: Dilemmas Just
1: let us know I mean we could talk for hours So um, it would be lovely to hear but And the email
2: like is on.
0: Long story short 22 at gmail.com there There you go so thanks guys thanks girls lovely Lovely. talking to you amazing Um, and we shall see you well
2: same time next week and don't forget no story with us is a short story (laughs) enjoy